Welcome back to Behind the Crime. We have two special guests for our Christmas episode. Hi, I'm Abby. I'm a broadcasting major. Hi, I'm Emily. I'm a journalism and digital content major, and I have a marketing minor. Yay! We have a special theme for this episode. Um, I want to start with everybody just say your favorite like Christmas tradition that you do. Okay. Emily? I need a moment to think. Okay. Oh, she needs I don't a moment. Know. Okay, I can try and think of something. I guess me and my siblings, we go like downstairs at like 5 a.m. That's something we've always done because mm-hmm. my dad always has to work. So we like go downstairs like Christmas morning at like 5 a.m. and then wait like two hours for our parents to get up. Oh. <laughs> we're just like waiting and we're just like, I used to do just that. Waiting. But just now out. I'm tired. <laughs> now we're all lazy. Now, we're all now that we're all basically adults, but like oh, basically. We, we still do, do it. it. Yeah. That's cute. That is cute. Jinx. okay um i can go next my favorite christmas tradition is we have a pickle ornament oh you do yes so we hide it on the tree but we all hide it throughout the week so we don't know who the last person to hide it was and whoever finds it first gets to open Um, the first present on christmas morning it's super fun that's actually my dad always finds it first that's a real tradition yeah Yeah. it's german yeah oh i've never yeah it's a real tradition yeah, it's fun. Some some people use actual pickles, but ours is just an ornament. That's disgusting. That would sorry. I, I agree. I'm trying not to offend any. Especially if you have pets. That's a little weird. <gasps> oh, the pickle will be gone. Pickle. <laughs> Clancy would eat it so fast. Oh, that pickle would be gone. Of pickles. He's a hungry man. Oh, Milo's a, he's afraid of everything. Oh, that's the thing that like cats are supposed to be afraid of cucumbers. Yes, I've seen. Yes, videos. I've seen that. I've yeah. never they get so scared. I feel so bad. And it's like, isn't there also a thing where if you put like tin foil on a countertop, they won't go on it because they don't yeah. like how it feels? Huh. Interesting. Oh. Well, who else has a tradition? Um. Hmm. Oh, we eat crab legs every Christmas Eve. Yum. Oh, we do sit that there for like an hour, like hitting each other with. Shells. <laughs> we do it Christmas. Them. Oh, I'm sorry. We do it Christmas um, evening. Like well, okay. it's every other year. We'll have like steak and like like a surf and turf. Basically. Oh, yeah. okay. oh, yum! I have mine. Um, the night before Christmas Eve. Um, the we night always, before Christmas. <laughs> all was silent. We open one present, and <laughs> as my solid. sister and I have gotten older, my mom is kind of like, "Do you really need to open one present on Christmas Eve?" And we're like, "Yes, yes, we do." No, we do that too. So it's normally pajamas, which is fun. Aww. We can't. We will get yelled at. <gasps> oh, we oh. used to go to my Grammy's house on Christmas Eve, so we would always always open one of the presents from her mm. on Christmas Eve. We so, open a lot of presents Christmas Eve because our family is so big, and oh. Christmas Day there would not be enough room for everyone and the presents. Oh, that's true. <laughs> yeah, we take up all of our living room because we also have like mm. all significant others that give, get a gift too. And like yeah. now that we're older, our parents get like a significant amount of gifts as well. Yeah, mm. I think they get more than us, <gasps> but whatever. We have like a like have a set schedule. It's like we wake up my house me and my siblings open up presents and then we go to my grandma's house we have breakfast oh we go to my grandma's house too but we go to my aunt's house at home oh no we we go to my grandma's house we have like a i guess it would be brunch brunch, kind Mm -hmm. of but it's like kind of right before brunch so i guess it's just breakfast but like we call it brunch then we go to my aunt's house and then we go to my nana's house like later on the evening we have like a little couple hours see we go to one side on christmas eve and the other my mom's side on christmas day but at home after we open our presents we have um cinnamon rolls every every christmas oh. like the pillsbury ones yeah, or like, like pillsbury, homemade? Not homemade. we're not that, we're not that efficient <laughs> <laughs> hey. they don't wake up that early one year yeah, my mom funny. made french toast Ooh, it was delicious i want french toast now yeah mm-hmm. and on christmas eve she makes a uh, yorkshire pudding 
Oh, I've never had that. Me either. It's really good. Bring some. Yum. Okay. All right. Murder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now we're going to get into it. So yeah, on that we're note. Getting into murder. <laughs> so our case this week is, it, it's a crazy one. So yeah. 1992 is the year, Dayton, Ohio. And a group of friends called the Downtown Posse. So, like, they were in their own little gang, basically. Yeah. And that's what they, they called themselves. they created their own little gang. So, we have 19-year-old Marvalis Keen, 16-year-old Laura Taylor, 17-year-old Demarcus Smith, and 20-year-old Heather Matthews. Now, Heather and Demarcus are dating, mm-hmm. and Marvalis and Laura are dating. Such an age gap in both relationships, by the way. Yeah. Like, 20-year-old dating 17-year-old, 19-year-old dating 16-year-old, which is, I guess, technically fine, at least in New... I don't know Ohio laws, um, but that's problematic. It's weird. In itself. Hmm. It's, it's already weird. weird. I have yeah. a lot what to say. What year is this? What year is this again? I'm sorry. 1992. Okay. I, it doesn't matter what year. It's still gross. Yeah. But <laughs> <I> just, <laughs> it's, sometimes it's weird. Like, but I think things were... S- that age gap probably was seen as less weird back then, possibly, because mm-hmm. there were such different age gaps, I would say. In the 90s or the 1900 era. Yeah. Yeah. Compared to now. I mean, there's it, still age gaps now, to be honest. It's like hard to, ex- I don't know. It It's like hard to explain, but like it was more accepted, quote, I guess. Yeah, less then. judged. Yeah. Less, yeah. yeah. But it was also typically the man who was older, I would say. But in this, there's mm-hmm. Heather there's, Matthews, yeah. who's dating. A 17-year-old boy. 17-year-old. Okay. Yeah. That's just so weird. Anyways, these... This case, they're known as the Christmas killings. Okay. So uh, Christmas Eve morning, uh, Laura, she th- she's the 16-year-old. She is bored, and none of them really have families. So she's sad, she's bored, and she wants to do bad things. That's what she told the group. She was like, let's, let's go rob someone. Let's go get into some trouble. So, but that was like fun in her eyes. She was like, basically, let's go have some fun. That was their normal, just going around the town, robbing people, and all that kind of stuff. They would never typically kill people, though. So this is unique, different for for them. them. Oh, they tried something new. (laughs) Okay, okay. Didn't work out for them. Um, their first victim is thirty-four-year-old Joseph Wilkerson. And he was a friend or acquaintance of Laura. And she told him that herself and Heather were going to, quote, have naked time with him. <laughs> sorry, yeah, this sorry. is This is a quote. So what? he lets them into his house. <gasps> and they convince him that, like, they're about to take off uh, their clothes. So he's now, like... He's not suspecting anything. Yeah, he's he's suspecting. excited, you Bro, know. Yeah. That's so, so gross. His, his, guard, is so down. his guard is down. Oh, yeah, because oh, she's 16 years old. Yeah, and he's just like, oh, <laughs> for me? Yeah. No, yeah. you're gross. Yeah. <laughs> so then they pull out a gun on him and they tie him to his bed and that's when... Did they pull oh the gun? Oh, my God. Or did they tie him first? Like, was the tying him up part of naked no, time? No, no, no. They pulled a gun on him and then tied okay. him up. Okay. That was, I wasn't sure about no, that No, they part. pulled the gun on him and then tied him up. Oh, and my God. So then Kean and Smith come in, and they start robbing the house. Kean finds a gun in his garage, a thirty-two caliber mm-hmm. Daringer pistol, and he shoots Wilkerson in the chest. Then Taylor 
takes the gun and shoots him in the head. Overkill. There was no reason. There's no he was already dead. dead. He was already dead. Um, so then they leave his house and take his car. And then they find 18-year-old... Danita. Danita. Galette. Galette. Yes. Uh, she's in a phone booth. And they spot her because she has a nice coat and nice shoes. Kian comes up to the phone booth, pulls out the gun. She's pleading for her life, and he shoots nine bullets into the booth. Oh, my God. That's Once also again, overkill. overkill. Yeah. Yes. They take her shoes, her coat, and her backpack, which has a whopping 50 cents in it. Oh. Wow. So then they head back to Kian's apartment, and they meet up they invite their friend with air quotes jeffrey wright and this is heather's ex-boyfriend goodness gracious they're hanging out Hmm. and at some point in the night they get into an argument and smith heather's current boyfriend fires four shots into jeffrey's legs Uh, he escapes mm -hmm. to a neighbor's house and survives oh my gosh um they don't go after him they were just unconcerned about him telling the police. Which is so crazy. Um, I mean, maybe they had stuff on him, so they were like, yeah. oh, he won't go to the cops about us. Yeah. Do you know if he did go to the police? I could not find anywhere that he yeah, went Yeah, I couldn't either. So I'm assuming that he was also involved with In, bad things. And yeah. And probably wanted to not do anything to save himself. Yeah. He probably he knew they had something wrist. on him or he, he, maybe there was a warrant out for his arrest even, you That's know? such a heavy weight to have on yourself too. Yeah. To like, yeah. yeah. And, and like getting shot four times. Y- yeah. And if you go to the hospital, like they're exactly. obviously going to ask what happened. Right. Yeah. Or what happened. Which was, he's just screwed. Like, yeah. yeah. As, this happened all in one day. This is still Christmas Eve. Okay. okay, so then um, <laughs> their other two friends, Wendy Cavtrill, 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 uh, she's a 16-year-old, and Marvin Washington, an 18-year-old, witnessed their this attack. And, and they're also part of their gang. They're part of the yeah. Downton Posse. Okay. Yeah, but I guess they're not as close because later that night they leave and um, the other four, Kean, Taylor, Smith, and Matthews, start questioning whether... Washington and Cavtrill uh, will tattle on them or not, Like, basically. if they know too much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking that they were in their little gang, but they weren't involved to the... Like, I don't think they saw it as a real gang. I think they saw it as, like... A friend group. A, a friend group where they sometimes, like, did shoplifting or something little. They didn't think it was ever going to be, like, this extreme. Yeah. So yeah. I, think that, I think that's why they didn't even invite them to, like, go to the extreme that they did. I guess more of an acquaintance yeah I they guess like they just like, they're just kind of there sometimes yeah, yeah they weren't as like deep into it as the other mm-hmm. four so they start questioning them but then let it go so then this is christmas day they <laughs> sorry that's just so much for one day mm-hmm. they so taylor calls her ex uh maddox 19 years old he's taylor's ex she convinces him to go to a hotel with her so he picks her up and the other three follow in their car and so maddox realizes that they're being followed and he starts speeding up taylor freaks out and pulls out her gun and she shoots him in the head while he's still driving um Taylor jumps out of the car as it's still moving. Car yeah. crashes. And that's um, how he's found. Like, they just leave him there. Yeah. And they leave him there. 
Oh my god. So I'm sorry, I'm not giving much commentary. I'm just saying, oh my god. But like, crazy. I just feel but like that's you can't really, say I'm just sitting here making faces. It's, like it's crazy, and it, it this isn't over. So still Christmas. This is Christmas night now. They okay. decide to uh, hang out around an ATM, and their next victim is going to be whoever comes up to this ATM. Thankfully, no one ever comes. That's insane. Like, yeah. like that. That like they just don't. Just they don't care so who they're killing. I'm gonna wait no. till someone comes up, just like a random person. Yes. Like, just anybody. Just no yeah. Intent. Yeah. So oh, then that makes me. That really just makes me so I, mad. I know. I know. So no one ever comes to the ATM. Thank God. So mm-hmm. they decide to sleep in the car. The next morning, so this is the 26th, they go to a gas station and they see this woman filling up her tires. And they're like, you know what? We need another stolen car. So they come up to this woman and she immediately runs away and she escapes. And she reports her car as stolen. Good for her. So yeah, that's probably, yeah. I mean, if I was like yeah. smart enough, I guess probably like a gut like feeling. Yeah, that's but I probably would have done the same. I don't want to go and fill my tires by myself. Yeah. So true. Well, finally, somebody actually reports them. That's the key thing here. Yeah, yeah. like this is like forty-eight hours, forty-eight plus hours worth of crimes. Like, yeah. how did this just? Besides the, um, I'm sorry, the name is leaving me. The guy that got shot in the leg four times. Yeah. Um, Jeffrey Wright. Jeffrey yes. Wright. Like, Jeffrey not going to the police, but mm-hmm. because we probably assume that he's yeah he has he and that's pure background. assumptions. Like we that could be completely wrong. So don't quote us on that. Yeah. That's just a. That's just what we're I assuming. Just didn't find anywhere that he went to the police, and I'm assuming yeah. that's why. Mm-hmm. So then they switch the license plate because they're trying not to be caught by the police. Oh, now they and put some effort in. They <laughs> go to right? a yeah. mini grocery store, so like a corner grocery a store. A family owned grocery store, yeah. too. And oh, Taylor yeah. goes in alone to scout out the place at first. And then when she deems that it's clear smith and kian come in sarah abraham is behind the register and kian shoots her twice in the head once at least once she was shot in the face and she's 38 years old they're wasting bullets like where did like why do they have have so many this much well that has to do i guess because they're 19 and 20 at least the 19 and 20 year olds are legally allowed to you know, buy this, yeah. but like time period too. With what money? That's so stolen money. They probably robbed a bunch of places. Mm-hmm. See, well, yeah, not probably. Well, they, they did. They, they, they did. Yeah. yeah. So they use the fifty cents. <laughs> yeah, all of fifty cents yeah. to buy how many bullets? Like, mm-hmm. so then, uh, Jones Pettis, he's a customer. He was shot. He did survive, and then another customer, Jimmy Thompson, was shot at, but. They missed, but he dropped to the ground and acted like he was shot. That so they left his him. Life. Smart. Yeah. Yeah. They got all of $44 from that. For that? What do you expect from a corner store? Like, they don't have a high volume of cash. So I don't... Yeah. I really think they did the robberies as, like, an extra thrill or, like, a diversion to be Definitely like, these so. were rooted in... We wanted to rob them. That's why we killed them. But no, you just killed them to kill them, and then you stole them, stole from them because you could. It's definitely some adrenaline rush thing. Oh yeah, it's not me trying to like, like I'm not trying to diagnose or anything, but it's like, this just they were just they were simply doing it for fun. No, once they killed the first guy, it was just 
Like you can only go up from here, basically. Like in pure fun. We're gonna see what more we can do to get that. It's like an addiction again. Yeah, Yeah. it's it's just it's an addiction. Well, it started small with small crimes like robbery. Like small robberies are like shoplifting, and then they go up to this. It's like, oh, what can we do next? What can we get away with? Right. It's up until now they're getting away with how many murders? Murder. Point four. The stakes are just getting higher and higher for them. They don't care. Yeah. So, well. Funny you say that. They <laughs> care a little bit because then after oh. that, they start to doubt Wendy and Marvin. They're two so other gang the members. two other friends that okay. they, that witnessed the one attack. Attack, yeah. Okay. So they invite them to hang out that night and they're driving around and Keen decides to pull over and Keen and Smith order wendy and marvin to get out of the car wendy and marvin at this point are suspicious and they know that something's up Mm -hmm. and they start to freak out and they're in just some remote location like a gravel yard yeah they pulled over like pretty much in the middle of the woods and i'm sure with them being friends like they can they can clock immediately Mm -hmm. like something's wrong yeah and they probably know what they're capable of too or at least have some sense of feeling exactly yeah so wendy is pleading for her life. Kian puts the gun in her mouth and shoots. Oh my Jesus Christ. Yeah. Just like. And at the same time, Washington gets shot by Smith. And I, the only details I could find about that was that it was at close range. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So. That's, and that's on crazy. the, this is all on the 26th, these two murders. Yeah. That's the 26th. So you're telling me... I mean, really, they're they're more of executions than, you know? Yeah. They're just execution style. Yeah. That's what, now it's, it's like... A three-day killing spree. A three-day killing spree, and how many people now? Like, six people total got killed, and two people got injured. But another person, or two other people were victims, because they stole the one woman's car, Mm -hmm. and And they missed shooting the one guy in the corner store. Yeah. But technically, there's ten victims, technically, total. Yeah. That's, I, I keep repeating myself, but that's literally like insane. Mm-hmm. I'm really shocked that I've never, I've never heard this case before. And the biggest question is just how have they not gotten caught by now? Yeah, they're not being At this careful. Point, so no, they're by the way, the way you guys are describing it, it's like completely reckless. No, yeah. it is. They and were, they were, they were teenagers, young adults, just having fun in the, in their own yeah. sick world. Yeah, that's. I don't. I don't, I don't, I'm like speechless. Yeah. I keep repeating myself. I'm like, I'm like speechless. 72 hours after the first killing, uh, police spots their car and realizes that it's the stolen woman's from the gas station. But luckily she smartly she, yeah, reported stolen. She reported. So he looks it up real quick, realizes that the plates don't match the car's registration and he pulls them over. Now he, at this point, he thinks that it's just for... Uh, Grand Theft Auto. Grand Theft Auto. Or Auto Theft, whatever. So he -hmm. pulls them over and he sees the guns. And he starts getting suspicious. They all get arrested. They all go peacefully. The only one that tried to run away was Smith. uh, But he ran to a local house and was captured in minutes. Uh, Well, now he's making... I I mean, I don't know the rest. I don't mean to interrupt, but like... Now he's making the rest of them look bad, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, well, Well, Or he's making the other three look better. Yeah, true. You can well, think about it that way too. I forgot to add this in. So when the police pulls them over, Taylor starts ordering Kean to shoot at the police. Oh, and yeah. Kean was he didn't do it. Yeah. Thankfully, but 
she was started ordering him to shoot at the police. And she's the youngest? She's the youngest. Yes. Yeah. And she's the one who's really, honestly, masterminding this. Yes, because like, in the first place, she was the one, yeah. Who was like, I'm bored. Yeah. Let's go kill people. So. Goodness. And keep mm-hmm. that in mind for later. Okay. So then. Put it in my pocket. They all <laughs> get arrested, and they're all in questioning. Uh, the police are investigating all these murders around town and start realizing that the shell casings are matching between some of the crimes. Yeah. So uh, police said that in questioning, Taylor was the most hardened and remorseless. And that night in jail, a minister came to visit her because he was worried about this young person being Mm -hmm. a murderer. Well, she then (laughs) told the minister about the two other murders that police didn't know about yet. The two friends. Oh, so gotcha. Thank God this minister was just decided to go visit this young person yeah. because she then confessed to him about the two other killings. And who knows how long it would have been till they found them because yeah. considering the fact that they're part of their gang, it's likely that they didn't have much family either. Right. No. So, so no who else is going to report them missing other than these four people? And it's no highly likely that ever. if they didn't have a family, like no one cares about them. Except not these to be, four not people. To be who, like, except the people who killed them. They right, were the only people they really yeah. had in their lives possibly. Because yeah. these, these gr- like this gang they don't have anyone else so exactly yeah. it's trying to like find who out who's the the criminal is like it's like they are but i don't know yeah. yeah they just don't have anyone to go off of except themselves yeah so the next day the police get an anonymous tip about the two uh other victims and it's assumed that it was the minister that put in the tip because nobody else knew yeah yeah so at this point, Taylor and Smith are both immune to the death penalty because they're underage. Matthews, she's the 20-year-old. She took a deal that if po- uh, prosecutors didn't seek the, e- the execution, the death, yeah. the death penalty. She was going to be up for death penalty, yeah. but because so, of the plea deal, she's just serving life. So Matthews okay. and Kean were both up for death penalty, but she took a plea deal. Kian, oh, that's Sorry, that's like... I mean, she just picked the worst fate for herself, to be honest. Oh, yeah. she Taking life. life. Yeah. I mean, she's think, she's people, when they do that, they're probably thinking that there's always the, t- the smallest chance that they'll get out. Yeah. So she's probably like, I could get parole, maybe. She also was That's the true. only one who didn't actually, not that she this matters. She didn't pull she the trigger. She didn't actually kill so anyone. So she's just like an accomplice. Yes, and she later blamed it on peer pressure. Oh, girl, you're the oldest. Yeah. Yeah. She's the like, oldest. Now, you should be, like, the one guiding them, truthfully, as the oldest. Yeah. Peer pressure should be out of the question. I mean, it yeah, also it's not, could It's have not been, a vape. Like, it's yeah. murder. It yeah, also could have be, been a fear of being killed, like their other two friends. Not to defend her, yeah. but that also That's true. Yeah. That's But true. if she, did, if she backed mind. out before they did anything, it's. I feel like it's less likely that they would have killed her. Or if she did do that, she could have herself gone to the police. But I guess... I understand that having no family, this is their version of a family, so it's there's, hard to do that. There's a lot of things she could have done, but she didn't, so yeah. yeah. Well, and, uh, Taylor, right? She's the one that let mm. all of yes, yes, the youngest. Um, she let it. Honestly, with the power that she's had, especially with the amount of damage that she led for seventy-two hours, it's like I guess I would be scared of her too. 
Yeah. Oh, I would be terrified of her. To, like, leave the group. And the fact that are scary. her boyfriend is with her and he's basically om- doing almost everything she says except shooting at the police. It's like, right. yeah. okay, now I have two people against me that are, like, fully. And, you know, yeah. you have one person on your her, side, maybe. her uh-huh. boyfriend also killed people. So mm-hmm. he um, was 17. So he was not up for the death penalty. So Taylor and Smith, uh, immune to the death penalty. Matthews took a plea deal. Kean argued PTSD because his brother was killed when he was younger. Mm-hmm. Come on. Uh, and he sent a letter to his church showing sent, remorse. Yeah, he also sent a letter to his old church. I'm sorry. That's um, that's ridiculous. Well, they saw that it, way, too. Yeah. Okay. They saw that way, too. He was executed July 21st, 2009 by lethal injection. Wow. Uh, after 17 years of trying to appeal it. Mm-hmm. Wow. So the rest are still in prison. Taylor technically murdered three or pulled the trigger in three murders. Mm-hmm. Matthew technically never did. And Smith pulled the trigger twice. Now, here's the kicker. Because okay. of Senate Bill 256, this bill abolished life without parole sentences for minors. Meaning, and most offenders who committed crimes as juveniles got reduced sentences, excluding aggravated homicide cases and terrorism-related murder offenses. In 2021, Taylor met with the parole board about possibly reducing her sentence because she was a minor at the time. Um, I found her, as well as um, Matthews, their status on their facilities like what that database like recently today most recent status yes i found it today i looked into it today um she is eligible for parole after 30 years which is december 1st 2026 so she could possibly get out on parole in 2026 that's so soon you she's the one that started right and by police she was described as remorseless and the most hardened of the four Mm-hmm. Yet she's the and only she's one. she's the only one that's up. When was that bill passed? Um, I want to say around 2021 because there she was not one. Of, it could have mm-hmm. been 2020 because she wasn't the first to meet with parole board about mm-hmm. possibly mm-hmm. using this. But I don't understand how she became eligible per, for parole using this case because it excludes aggravated homicide. Isn't that what she did? Yes. Yeah. So I don't understand how. I couldn't find more in the article about that. But in the database, she's eligible for parole. What state is she in jail in? Oh, her and Matthews are both in the reformatory for women in Marysville, Ohio. Okay. So they're together. Yeah. And this took That's place. That's the other crazy part. You how do you not separate them? Yeah, the two men got separated. And they were in different took, locations. This took place in Ohio? Yes. Right? Yes, okay. Dayton, Ohio. Well, so I just also wanted to say the Christmas killings. Like, why? I know that, of course, the media titled it that, but that just gives it this awful, like, ring. And I feel like that town, or at least, like, the victims, have to be so sad around Christmas time. Yeah. So yeah. tone deaf. It really yeah. is. Like, that's just so insensitive. She could be released in the next... You that's said, terrifying. Bro, that's so scary. HBO Max needs to get on this. They I did it for the jinx. They did it for Robert Durst. They should be doing it for this case. I truly I'll believe be she'll she'll she will kill again. Yeah, because she did this for the, for the pure fun of it. And she's in her forties. They're in their forties now. She was sixteen at the time. She'll get out thirty years later. Yeah, yeah she'll be like yeah. forty six when she gets out. Yeah, and she has a lot of life left to live at forty six. You know what I yeah. mean? And just the fact that she 
was the least remorseful out of all of them and started it and wanted to shoot at police. I want to know why she's up for parole, but DeMarcus Smith isn't. He was also a minor at the time. I don't know. Maybe he just hasn't tried. Maybe. Or maybe, I don't know. It's just they treat men and women differently as well in the justice system, so it could have to do with that. No, because technically she shot more people than he did but i also don't know because a couple of the people that she shot were already dead yeah she she really she went was into still, the overkill she still would have done it if they were well, alive yes, though so i yes. would treat it as such do you yeah. think she did that purposefully so she wasn't technically the one who did it well she did but she kill, still got the thrill she of did shooting kill her ex-boyfriend though while the car was moving only That's because crazy. she got scared though because I, I, if they were following him, I don't think she would have been the one to pull the trigger if the plan went how she That's planned it. That's interesting. If they went to the hotel room, she would have been the, in yeah. there. Maybe they, uh, who knows what yeah, they were, she was going to be doing. Yeah, their plan was to get him to the hotel and then they all were going to jump him. And then her current boyfriend probably would have been the one to pull the trigger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then yeah. she would have probably shot him again for overkill. There's yeah. just I just don't <laughs> think she should be let out. No, I don't I think agree. so either. One of I the victim's well, sisters, it was... um. Danita Gallette's sister, she pleaded with, she spoke with the parole board and said, please do not grant her um, parole. She no. has no remorse. Wow. Yeah, she met with them and was like, she does not deserve to be out. She will kill again. She'll yeah. she'll commit crimes again. She'll do something again. Mm-hmm. It's crazy how, like, victims' families just get overlooked in that sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, just She's, because... She can go there and plead all she wants. Just because yeah. she was 16, it does not mean... That doesn't matter. Anything. No. It's not like no. she was... It's not like she was 10. You know It doesn't I mean? matter. And it's not like she was 10 and being told to do this. She was the mastermind. She still did yeah. it. She was not... She's the one that came up with the plan. The evidence is right there. Yeah. She, she was the leader of this. Yeah. yeah. I'm honestly... I'll be checking December 1st, 2026 to find out mm-hmm. if she gets out or not because mm-hmm. if she is... I'm officially never going to Ohio. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. then you have to That's, text us. I'll let you know. We'll update. We'll all yeah. come back here. Yeah. To this very room. To this very room. As alumni. As alumni. We just oh, man. break in. <laughs> As alumni, we're like, let us Don't in. mind us. We have an update. Um, the only other interesting thing, well, it was interesting to me. Kian had no last words. Yeah. He didn't want to give oh. any last words. There's a surprising amount of people who have no last words. That's like. That gives me goosebumps. Doesn't it? Uh, That's doesn't why it? I wrote it That's down. Because so I was like, this isn't really important, but to me, it just like, it strikes something. Yeah, because it's mm-hmm. like, you have nothing to say. I yeah. mean, well, part of me. I kind of get it. I kind of get it too, but it's like, still. But yeah. you read a bunch of like murderers' last words, and a lot of them are like some crazy, like something insane, or like they'll just start maniacally laughing. Yeah. Or they'll mm-hmm. like curse someone out honestly like silence speaks volumes though i'm kind of split on how i feel about last words because on the one hand it's like no matter what you do you're gonna have last words whether they're recorded or not you have last words but when you choose not to it's kind of like you know what you did you know what you yeah. it's kind of like maybe yeah. like you you're accepting nothing it. To say yep. for yourself. So it's 17 like, years. It's either you spent thinking about this and trying to appeal it and you have nothing to say for yourself. Yeah, so part That's of me is like weirder. 
is like do they deserve to have their like last words recorded because it's like you're taking away from the victim by putting the focus on you oh that's true being like this is how i feel well we don't get to hear how the victim feels because you killed them also mm-hmm. we don't care <laughs> yeah. we don't not the victim we we don't care yeah. about we don't care murderer. what you have to say so i'm like i'm thinks. split on how i feel about that because it is very eerie but yeah, it's it yeah. that also, when it, like, you know what you did. So yeah. you should have nothing to say because yeah. you know what you did. Yeah. I think it's yeah. weird that people watch when oh yeah people get people the death penalty. Be, no, I could, people yeah. can be. I invited. think that's weird. That's I mean, so weird. I kind of like, understand the victims' families wanting to be there for closure, but I don't really think other people should be there. No. There was a, a weird reporter that showed up the day he was executed, and as they were. Um, putting his body to be transported. Oh yeah, there's the a picture. The reporter was outside of the gate taking pictures. There, mm-hmm. yeah, I saw the pictures. I was like, there's some things that you should not. I'm sorry, I'm gonna go on like a little journalism rant. Like to be a good journalist, you need to show, not tell. You don't need to be there, standing outside of the gate, waiting mm-hmm. to get the perfect picture. If you want to write a good article, your article should be showing the people what is happening. Mm-hmm. They don't need to see all this grotesque detail. And you know what else you can do? Ask the victim's family how they feel. Ask yeah. them to discuss. Maybe they could write, this is yeah. why Laura Taylor shouldn't be up for parole, and mm-hmm. publicize it, and then maybe the parole board will have to listen to her. Because the yeah. thing is, a lot of the victims had children. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And families. Mm-hmm. Most and of once them again, did. even um. Well, yeah. while you're while you're looking for that, once again, we're highlighting um, the murderer mm-hmm. instead, instead of the, the victims. victims. Yeah, mm-hmm. Danita, the 18 year old who was shot in the phone booth, she had a daughter. Mm. Um, Sarah Abraham, three daughters. Oh. And I don't remember if she was a single mom or not. Hmm. But oh, God, still. that's terrible. That's so unfortunate. And then, like, these kids have to carry that for the rest of their lives. There's generational yes. trauma with that, too. The oh. witnesses, like, Keen tried to plea PTSD, but they gave people PTSD, probably. Likely. Somebody had to fake his his death yeah. in yeah. order he, he to survive. He had to pretend that he was shot. Mm-hmm. And, he, and he was probably terrified. What if I blink? What if I move? What if they hear me breathing? And then he really is dead. Yeah. yeah, like yeah. that's gonna affect mm-hmm. him. You're I mean, thinking like, about your P- PTSD, but not the what you inflicted. Yeah. Like that is it's not, not about an excuse. You. Mm-hmm. Maybe yeah. it's maybe it's a reason. Like, I'm putting air quotes. Yeah, but that's not an excuse. These people like don't even try that. Like mm-hmm. you kill people. Yeah, don't don't try to excuse you killing someone. You and kill hurt, someone and hurt people and hurt people. Yeah, you deserve to go for life. No parole. Nothing, especially with Taylor. No yeah. parole. You. You have no excuse. Mm-hmm. Don't even try that. Like, uh, and your age has nothing to do with it. At sixteen, you know right from oh, wrong. Oh, sixteen mm-hmm. is old enough to know right from wrong. We've all been sixteen. We didn't go and kill anybody. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I and what's what's scary is that the justice system is gonna do the victims so dirty, like the victims' families. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially oh, yeah. with Laura Taylor, mm-hmm. they are going. The victims of Laura Taylor and like families are just. They are they are hoping. I just know that they're hoping and praying like she can stay in prison. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's highly likely she'll get out on parole. Cuz the justice system the justice system has failed mm-hmm. these people yeah. so much. Yeah. It's just it's so scary. I I my heart goes out to them. That's just yeah. so scary. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, Thank you guys for joining us. You're that welcome. was so fun. Yeah. <laughs> Can we come back for more? Yes, of course. Oh, okay. Yay. Emily's like, please no. <laughs> uh, 
Well, there's no easy way to conclude this because this is just yeah. a very chilling case. Yeah, but it's a lot. Well, that's gonna wrap up our episode. Um, thank, thank you, you guys listening. for joining us. Thank Thanks you guys for, for listening. Us. Thank you for having me and Emily. Um, <laughs> we'll see you in about two weeks. Bye. Bye.